we built a skeleton of the trip. We knew the cities that we wanted to stay in. We booked the Airbnbs, but we didn't fill in like a packed itinerary of like, all right, we got to get on this train and then we're going on this boat and then we got tickets to go to this show and then we're doing this and blah, 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 blah. We have a general idea of what each day is going to be. And a few of those days have followed that schedule pretty well. And a couple of them, we just didn't do the thing that we thought we were going to do. Hey, we are Shan and Ryan Tripp, parents of five on a journey to discover what it takes to raise great humans while enjoying the heck out of life along the way. Sometimes it's easy to let the weight of everyday life, parenting, marriage, finances, get in the way. But what we found is that as you break out of the norm and do life a little bit differently, a whole new world can open up to you. So if you're ready, we would love to invite you on this journey with us as we pull back the curtains and have a whole lot of fun along the way. And it's true what they say, life's a trip. This is our story. How will you write yours? Let's go. Hello, folks, and welcome back to the Life's a Trip podcast. We are international this week. We are... Across the pond, as they say, we're in live Europe. From Europe. We're live. Well, we're not really live. We're recording live, and then you'll get the you get the audio version of our live recording. Guys, we're so grateful to have you here. We just traveled with our five kiddos across the ocean to Europe. And we've been here for a little over a week now. And, you know, it's it's funny, about two hours ago, I was FaceTiming my mom, telling her it's been the best trip of our lives, and we were just like, I felt like I was in heaven, and then tonight, as we're trying to settle the kids, and Bo's stepping on blueberries, and the garbage spilled through the bottom of the sack, and we look at each other, and we're like, ugh. <laughs> you, can't, you can't use a paper sack as a garbage and have liquid in there, because when you go I'm speaking from experience from about a half hour ago. When you go to lift that sack off the ground and take it to the garbage, 100% of the time, the moisture will cause the bottom of the paper bag to break and garbage <laughs> will go all over the Airbnb. The two-bedroom so, Airbnb. Yeah. This little cute cabin. Cute as heck. In the mountains. Yeah. Guys, this has been such a We're having a trip, great time. It's our first time to Europe. It's also, it's also, you know, it's got its challenges too. And we want to talk about all of it today. So yeah, let's, let's dive in. <laughs> if you're hearing any noises in the background, it's, <laughs> this is just real and raw because the kids are upstairs and we bribed them with some stuff to stay in the room. Who knows what they're doing? I mean, I'm hearing <laughs> some noises up there. Kids, Maybe they'll join us. <laughs> quiet it down. Mom and dad are doing a live podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. So you know what? Let's just, where are we, we, where have we been? Before we dive into the to the, I don't know, maybe the meaty stuff that you guys, you guys want to hear about. I want to just like, tell tell them about our experience in London so far, because I had, London wasn't really on my radar. You've been to Scotland before. Mm -hmm. I've never been to Europe. This is our, this is my first time. So I had no idea what to expect. And I will say London exceeded my expectations. Beautiful. By far. So let's just tell them a little bit about London and then we'll get into the into the meat and potatoes. Amazing, amazing country. We, I, I had never been to England. Uh, none of us had. And we spent time, we actually stayed about an hour south of London and went into the city a couple of days and then spent some time in the countryside. Um, amazing. And we had pretty good weather. It rained a couple of days. Their accents. 
I could just hear him talk all day. It's a great, it's just, you got to love that English accent. And you know, it was funny. When great got, weather for ducks. That's what they kept saying. That's Sorry a, about the weather. Great weather British for thing. ducks. We learned that was such a British thing. I'm like, why does everyone talk about the weather? Why are they always apologizing they that apologizing, it's raining? Which was so nice. They just wanted us to have a good experience in the sun. And we did most of the time, but it is funny. I think that's a stereotype of, of the Brits as they totally. talk about the weather. Well, another... Sorry, you were excited. I to say just started. Something. I said the Brits, and then I started thinking about the fish and chips, and oh. the sausage rolls, and the Cadbury Dairy Milk bars. I definitely enjoyed the food the most out of all of us. You were you were doing your typical kind of looking for salads and whatnot, but I was stopping was at every Tesco for an eggs. I, I I don't know what it was. I don't know. I, I don't know. It Maybe, wasn't even good. I think Your when you just sandwiches. I think when you travel somewhere, you just want to just embrace the total culture and cuisine. I had egg sandwiches. I had sausage rolls. I had fish and chips. I had Cadbury milk, dairy milk bars. That was my staple diet the and whole time. And how do you feel? And I had one iron brew. How do you feel? Well, I'm a I'm a Taurus, and I've been told that Tauruses have an iron stomach. Mm, so you feel good. I mean, I felt better. Good for you, babe. Um, I, you know, my bathroom breaks haven't been as regular. So okay. I probably should have. Okay. So anyway, you know what else I you know what else I was thinking about with uh-huh. the with the British people. Mm-hmm. I wondered how it would be with us walking around with five kids through Europe because yeah. you know our experience in Puerto Rico. People, a lot of people, we we attract a lot of eyes of like, oh, there's a lot of children behind you guys, and I was wondering how that experience would be and. When we were in the, was it the airport or like maybe going through customs? I can't even remember, but there was a line we were waiting in and she was like, oh, oh, mom, come here. Like if you have kids, you come up here and they just like let us through all the people into the front of the line. And it made me teary eyed. I almost started to cry because I appreciate how much the, this culture over here in the European culture, at least from what I've seen values children like they really value children you know and i think i think there's so many kids maybe in utah where we are that i've never experienced that before the utah economy would go broke if they allowed kids to eat for free <laughs> travel true. for free <laughs> cut to the front true. of the line it could because families would just leapfrog each other um so yeah it, it is nice anyway you know? it was really sweet and it's and nice to know they care about the kids because they're also what i've noticed is that they're not super super like warm and overly outgoing and friendly. And so I could take that as like, oh, they don't want my children here or they don't want us here. But I just think that that's maybe their culture because they have been so kind and like, oh, just cut to the front of the line. We were shopping in Zara and they were like, oh, you don't need to wait in line. You have kids come to the front of the line. And I was like, what? Where am I? Anyway, everything everything seemed, my observation was uh, everything seemed really quiet. And, and that I just, I think as Americans and I think as a big family, we're just crazy. We're loud. We're crazy. We're energetic and our kids are really well behaved. But, uh, you know, I, I think, uh, the Brits do a good job. They're just very polite and they're proper. And, uh, and, and, the kids and our kids were running so around much fun learning from them too. Totally. Like we went to a tea tea. You guys went to afternoon tea afternoon tea in what Chelsea. Call that? Yeah. Uh-huh. Chelsea. Which, by the way, Chelsea and Kensington, if you guys go to London, you just need to drive those streets. They are the cutest streets in London. I could have spent forever just looking at those buildings and flowers. Anyway, it was super Really cute, cool part of town. Very expensive. 
Yeah, we've we've done lots of fun stuff. Um, London has been amazing. England, thank you. We had a great time. We will be back. And now we're off to Switzerland. How excited are you for Switzerland? Oh, man, this is a dream come true. I mean, is there like a 15 out of 10, 50 out of 10? I'm just, I just cannot wait. You just have a big smile on your face when you start talking about it. I mean, the pictures just look incredible. Well, I think, you know, we all have these parts of the world that we're like, I can't wait to go there for different reasons. I'm just such a a nature girl. I love mountains. I love waterfalls. I love lakes. And, you know, we've lived by the ocean for the past few years and I love and love the ocean, but man, I'm a mountain girl through and through. So I just cannot wait to see these mountains. I'm so excited for it. So, I mean, today what we wanted to share and what we wanted to talk about was just our kind of our planning and our thought and our why around traveling internationally with our family and just share, I don't know, just share our thought process and a few ideas that we have. Uh, we're certainly not perfect in the way that we do it, but it seems to work for us. So, and, I, and I'll say this, when we initially had the idea, I don't know, six months ago that we wanted to do a Europe trip, we started planning and I started with a Google spreadsheet and I filled that sucker in with so much information because we were going to, we were just, I think we felt like when we came to Europe, we had to just do it all. That was the hard part. Well, yeah, it's easy to look at the map and be like, oh, that's so close to that. And oh, that's so close Germany's to that. Germany's right there. And then we could cross over into Italy. So you stayed up till like 1 a.m. several nights planning this yeah. huge Europe trip. And then eventually, I don't even know how or when, but thankfully, by the grace of God, you looked at the sheet and you were like, Shan, how do you feel about this? I mean, it was my Beethoven's fifth, that spreadsheet. It was a masterpiece. But it, but we looked at it and we were like, okay, number one, this is going to be ex- extremely expensive. It's going to blow the budget. And then number two, like, is that really going to be the trip that we're wanting to have is, is this lengthy popping all over Europe trains here, there, boom, 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 all the tourist stuff. And but maybe do this and, and with the kids and it's like, why are we, let's just kind of slow it down. Let's think about what we're trying to do here. Yeah. What's, what's going to be good for the kids? What do we really want to see and do? And let's just do those things because you know what? We'll try to come back again someday. So I th- we don't need to do it all in, in one fell swoop. So we just settled on London and Switzerland. Yeah. I think before any family takes their kiddos across the ocean to a different continent, you have to know why you're doing it or, you know, like, I think we looked at each other several times and we're like, we're sure about this, right? Like, why are we, why are we doing this? And I think we settled on, well, at least for me, I think, I think we actually sat down and we wrote down, what do we want out of this trip? Cause as we're planning it, that was really important. I think with any, any decision you make in your life, you have to have a why. And then when it gets hard, you can come back to that why over and over again. So as a family, we decided that we wanted it to be a little bit slower pace. We didn't want to be running around like crazy. We wanted to meet some of the local people, kind of get immersed a little bit into the culture and see how, you know, I think that that's one of the most educational gifts we could give to our kids is kind of helping them get to know and learn um, another culture. And we we wanted to do some non-touristy stuff. Is that what you call it? Non-touristy stuff? Is that the word? I think that's right. Yeah. <laughs> So we, we knew what we wanted to do and we kind of knew our why, which was just more time, more experience, more memories, more learning for the kids. 
And so we went for it. So then like the logistics, then comes Ryan. That's me. I'm not really a logistics kind of gal. So I turned that over to him and he did. I think he should in another life be a travel agent because he is phenomenal at planning trips. After this podcast, I'm going to open up a travel agency (laughs) and earn a small fee to help you book your trips. So the two questions we needed to know once we, once we, you know, knew we wanted to go over there, there is where will we stay and how will we get around? So take it from here. Mr. Yeah. Travel Planner. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, with the size of our family, it's hard to do hotels. So Airbnbs are just a really good option. So we found a lot of great Airbnbs uh, in both countries that we're visiting. And then I was able to use Turo. If you've ever used the Turo uh, app to rent a car uh, that was in London and then in Switzerland, it'll just be through a rental car agency at the airport. And they have great public transportation in Europe, uh, way more so than what we've noticed, at least on the West Coast, uh, the United States. But Again, just with, you know, four or five kids, it's, I think it's picturing our, all of our luggage and the kids jumping on and off trains and buses just didn't seem doable. So that was a big uh, expense of the trip was to rent a van, but we kind of budgeted for that because that was really the only way that we felt like we could get around. And that's been good so far because we've been able to drive around and not just be in the city, but actually get out in the countryside and drive up a mountain and drive over to see something that's off the beaten path a little bit. And that was a big question that we had before. Should we use the public transportation system or should we drive? Because it's actually incredible. It is incredible. I've never seen anything like it. It's the trains are amazing. They're clean. It's all very well organized. I mean, it's just amazing, but we're really glad that we have our own car. We tried to catch the train at platform nine and three quarters and um, we weren't able to find it. Wasn't there? Do you know what that reference was? Do you know? No, but I know we went to get super serious. We went to Harry Potter World. We went to Harry Potter World in London, which was amazing. The studio tour at Warner Brothers, and Shannon's never seen Harry Potter, but that was a highlight of the trip for the kids. Okay. So the next big question is, what do we bring? So passports are the first thing you need. But I have nothing to do with that process either. We got our passports. We had our passports and we could enter the country. Okay. Check. And I made a copy of those. You know. I hope we don't lose our passports, but I do have a copy. I have a copy of the kids' birth certificates. I have a copy of our credit cards. Just a few little things that you try to do to, you know, a little little insurance for the trip. He's very organized. And then we bought some air tags. This was huge. I actually, I was talking to a buddy. And he talked about how he, if they sometimes when they travel, they'll ha- have their one of their kids wear a an air tag, just a little little tracker device. It's a it's on like a ankle. little yeah, it's like a little bracelet or an ankle. Um, so I have air tags in our backpacks, in our in our luggage, and um, each one of the kids has an air tag with them. So, so when we're out in busy places or something like that, we'll just heaven run. forbid one of the kids <laughs> wanders off. I mean, without a doubt, the greatest concern with traveling is safety and making sure that we're together as a family and we're always in places that we are aware of and that we aren't going and driving into areas and certainly not after hours that we're not you know comfortable about and even with doing this podcast and you sharing things on Instagram we're not we're not doing those things in real time where our location is known so we're very very serious about that and then yeah the air tags I thought were a good extra layer of like, if we lose a bag or a kid, hopefully we could at least kind of track that back immediately. 
with some GPS tracking. But yes, you're right. Like the the number one priority is keeping our kids safe, which actually, you know, works out really well for you and I, the way that we've figured out how to travel because we're all learning as we go. You know, we are by no means expert travelers at this point, but we have learned a thing or two. And, and one of, one of those things is how to work together when you're traveling with kids. So he handles the logistics part. How do we actually travel? Where are we going? The cars, the stays, and I prepare the kids. Do they have the food and the clothes and the toys and the, you know, are the kids prepared and are you're making sure our family's prepared? And then we just tag team the kiddos and it just it works out great. So it's worked out so far, by the way, out so far. you know what I was thinking about? Do you remember when you go to Disneyland or some of these places that you see the little tot, usually toddlers, but a parent like the kids wearing a backpack and then the, and then the parent has like a leash right to the backpack. Like literally the kid is on a leash, like a dog. We never did that. Uh, it's not to knock Are on any, tempted? it's not to knock on any parent who ever did that. It was always just kind of a funny thing because it was just, the kid was literally on a leash. <laughs> I guess it made it f- like cute and fun that it was like an animal, like a little bear backpack, but the kid was on a leash. So the, anyway, the Apple air tag is our version of the kids being on a leash. Because it actually can alert you if they get a certain distance away from you, it'll alert your phone. Yep. Anyway, so that is something that maybe you could um, keep in mind in if you ever if you ever travel with your kids. And then, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. When we started packing, I got on my Instagram and I was like, pack light, don't overpack, do one week outfits, you know, for the for the kids, for you. Just wash them as you go. Don't overpack. And now I'm sitting here looking at my suitcases and I feel like we overpacked. I'm going to, I'm going to say something that might be a little dangerous. Uh Oh, I'm scared. You overpacked. Oh, I knew it. Honey, you and you alone overpacked. And here's what's crazy about that. The reason I can say that is because I'm always the one that overpacks. When we go somewhere, I, I always bring extra. I just, I always want to have my nice clothes and I want to be fashionable. I want to be cool. So I always, anyway, I always overpack and you always underpack because you're not into clothes and material things and oh, my shoes and my this and my that. And I need my blah, blah, blah. You're just, you really are so great and so simple. So I just, I have to just give you a hard time because I think it's funny I mean, that you, just, you overpack. I did. I did overpack. I've, I've used like a third of my suitcase and it just is such a bummer and it's so annoying. So just don't overpack. If by any chance you forget something, you're probably going to a place where you can buy something, you know, but it's worse, way worse to have so much stuff. But to be fair, we have two regular size check bags, suitcases, and one carry on size suitcase. That's all we have. Yeah. We have three bags. I mean, it's all relative, for our family right? of seven. Like what's overpacking for some people. We are pretty simple people. I think we, we did pretty like, good. It all like fits. To say that we're, we're, we're somewhat minimalist. So it all fits in the van. Some people would be very, Success. very impressed. And each one us. of the, each one of the kids, <laughs> one thing we ordered before we left was we each got them their own little backpack, which was perfect. Cause they carry their little snacks and their little stuff in their backpack. And, and, uh, they, they think that's kind of fun. And they have their little I'd, toys and cards or whatever. Well, that's something I definitely recommend for the airplane. You have to plan for long flights and having your kids pack their own backpacks so they're responsible for their own snacks and their own 
toys, which we actually don't really bring toys when we travel because usually there's nature and it's a new nature and it's the best. So we don't really travel with toys. And at the Airbnbs that we, it's, it's just so fun. You could spend forever just looking at different Airbnb options, but a lot of them now, if you're a family, they're going to have games at the property. They're going to have a trampoline in the yard. So if you're staying at those places, you, they usually have stuff when you show up. Yeah. We've and had a great experience you so know, far. One more little tip I'm going to give for the moms who travel with like kind of babies is first of all, bring something to carry your baby or like a Duna stroller that's easily convertible, you know, but, but having something that you can just always have your baby on you helps a lot. So I love my carrier so much. Um, but also those little pouches that have food in them, I wish I would have brought like 20 of them because sometimes it's hard to find food over here and especially like good food and food on the go. And then your baby's hungry. And if you haven't packed, you just don't have the resources that you have at home. So I, that's just another, it's not really on my list, but that's another little quick tip. I, I regret not bringing more of those little pouches, but I feel like I, I just want to, I just want to add to what you said about it's hard to find food over here. I feel like in the United States, we have fast food and drive throughs and even like what you would maybe call like a healthy quick in and out, just, you know, like a Chipotle or even a Chick-fil-A, even if you're getting a salad, like, cause we don't just want to eat pure McDonald's on the go. Right. But for sure, what, what we've found and part of the charm of being over here in Europe is there's just a lot of just the old buildings, the history, the small streets, just everything is so quaint and charming. And it's just these little, coffee shops and cafes. And of course, you know, of course there's some fast food joints and obviously the gas station stops for snacks, but far less than what we're used to with kind of the conveniences of, of the state. So well, there's just we've so had to much, plan to eat healthy. So we've had to plan ahead. Yeah. There's so much bread. There's so much bread. I love the croissants, pastries croissant. and chocolate. And so that's what I mean. Like Bo hardly ever eats those pouches at home and he generally just eats what we eat. But even for me, it's hard for me to find some, yeah, good, healthy, quick food. So oh, anyway, I'm so hungry. Okay, Fish guys. Chips. Um, you know, another thing is power converters. I would have not packed that. And Ryan packed one for, but then we for the needed- UK. I brought the UK power converter thinking I was super smart. And then we got to, we got to Switzerland and I didn't have the right one. It's a different one. Yeah. So that's so another thing. We couldn't charge things. That's another thing. And our phones died and uh, the whole trip was ruined. Oh well, gosh. we're having a great time. What a beautiful country. I mean, just we're so grateful to be able to come over here. And it's it's not for everybody. Not every family wants to pack up their kids and come to Europe. But if that is something that is your desire, like it was ours, uh, it's been fun to finally do that. And if I could just leave with my one thing, Shannon, if I may, Mm, we're both going to leave with one thing. I just, I've loved that we built a skeleton of the trip. We knew the cities that we wanted to stay in. We booked the Airbnbs, but we didn't fill in like a packed itinerary of like, all right, we got to get on this train and then we're going on this boat. And then we got tickets to go to this show. And then we're doing this and blah, 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 blah. I think the only one we really booked in advance because we had to was the Harry Potter uh, studio tour in London because that books out for a couple months. But other than that, we have a general idea of what each day is going to be. And a few of those days have followed that schedule pretty well. And a couple of them, we just didn't do the thing that we thought we were going to do because either we found another thing that was cool or 
the kids were kind of tired. And so we just went to the park. Like actually what the kids said was one of their favorite things from England was running around this really cool park that was close to the house we were staying at. And we had, yeah. a, and we had a picnic and Jack flew a kite. Like that was their highlight. Which we would highly recommend. If you're traveling with kids, take breaks at a park and just let them get their wiggles out and play and, you know, get off the, the buses and trains and sightseeing. And Europeans know their parks, don't they? Oh, I'm a little gosh. bit upset Amazing. about, uh, we're going to go back and talk to the HOA about some <laughs> of the garbage park <laughs> amenities we have. Seriously, we've been so impressed, but that's such a good point. I've, I've really enjoyed like knowing tomorrow we're going to go see this, but there's, there's several hours in the day and that's only going to take up, you know, two to five hours of the day. So what are we going to do the rest of the time? Well, it's just open. It's open for whatever we, that wherever the day takes us, which actually leads me to, if I may leave you with one thing you that may. I've learned along our travels, and that is to just completely lower your expectations of what it should be like and just be as present as you possibly can. You'll always be pleasantly surprised. Traveling is such an opportunity for us to be present with our kids. And that in itself is just magic as a parent. And so just lower your expectations and be as present as you possibly can with, I think, setting expectations for them. And generally, you'll be really surprised at how well it goes. Thanks for joining us today, folks, listening to the podcast. We, we wish you well in your travels. Um, I guess this is coming at a time where it's, it's back to school. So Maybe the the summer travel plans are coming to an end, but I don't know. Maybe you're planning a fall break or you're planning a trip right now for Christmas or like maybe next. It might be for next summer. Spring. You guys probably plan a lot farther in advance than Ryan and I plan. We're just winging it. But hopefully some of our mistakes you guys can learn from and you guys can enjoy a trip whenever it happens for you. And I just want also want to say I do believe it can happen for you. It might not be right now, but it can happen for you. And sometimes there's a lot of sacrifice and hard work that has to happen. But I never in a million years dreamed that I would have the opportunity to come over here to Switzerland. And um, now we're here. Well, it goes hand in hand with a lot of what we've talked about on the podcast and how kind of our whole mission and our, our why of how we try to raise the family just a little bit differently than the norm. And there's things that it's kind of like a domino thing. They all stack up. So when you when you've been able to work hard to get out of debt, and we've talked about that, and when you have been able to um, work a little bit differently and, and maybe school a little bit differently, then then you're not, um, you know, for us, we're able to, to come out here. It, it is summertime, but we we talked about actually doing this during kind of, quote unquote, the school year. And um, yeah, so as you work towards those things, then you can kind of see and it opens up and you can see a, a vision of, uh, living life on your own terms and and doing whatever it is you want to do, um, whether it's travel or work a little bit differently. And 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 here we are on holiday, as they say, but we are also working at the same time. I mean, it's not like we, you know, phoned it in for a month and said we're not going to work. We are still getting work done, but that can be done from a computer and a phone as long as we have power. Because if we have a power converter and a Wi-Fi connection, um. So I don't know. Those things are exciting to strive for and and to live out. And yeah, we just wish you the best in your journey. And you know what? I'm just going to say, go over to Shannon's Instagram to check out. I mean, you're just listening through this audio. 
But if you want to see all the action, Shannon's been sharing a lot of fun videos and posted a few things of our trip so far. And and there's just been some some cool stuff. You've done a good job of highlighting the trip so far and sharing some things. There was a video that was captured today at the playground that was very exciting and oh hilarious. Oh my gosh, you guys. You know what I'm talking about. Wait so coming it. to Shannon's Instagram near you. <laughs> Just a Good. funny moment with our family at the playground. One of Ryan's best. It's going to make it its way onto the internet and <laughs> we'll see. It, it, was, it was pretty funny. Well, guys, you're awesome. I hope I hope you enjoyed this. Um, like Ryan said, we know not everybody is in a place maybe to do this right now or maybe even wants to do this. But whenever it happens for you, if it ever happens to you, we hope this blesses you in some way. And we just are so grateful that you guys are on this journey with us as we try to figure out how to have a heck of a time raising great humans. Thanks for listening. Bye guys. See you next week from Europe, right? We'll record again from Switzerland, I think. Okay. You said it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Bye guys.